I start this uh, little study, I want to pray with you. So let's pray. Our Father in heaven, Lord, we come to you. We want you to invite Jesus to come special. To be special guest today, as we want to discuss this issue of what happened for our salvation. May your spirit speak to us today that we may hear you and transform our lives and our character. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. amen. The Jews has problem of who is the Messiah. They were busy on ceremonial laws, yet they did not understand them. Today, there are issues, there are two issues, many issues in the Christian world. One, who is the Antichrist? Who is the beast? Second, is the law of God still binding? Those are the two main issues which Christianity in itself is a big issue. It is a main problem. And theologians are trying to bring their theology issues to try to see if there is any solution in this matter. That on the cross, Jesus abolished the law. So the subject of this morning is Ten Commandments from Calvary. Because the plan of salvation in itself it is expose of Jesus. He stood on the cross to repeat the Ten Commandments. And he did not just speak the Ten Commandments on Calvary just for this planet, but he revealed the law of God in other unfallen planet. So, First Corinthians verse 1, 15, 17 and 18. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Amen. So Paul said to the issue that the cross is the power of God to save mankind. Then what is hidden? On the cross. John 3, 14 and 15. And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So when Moses lifted up the cross in the wilderness, it was a symbol of that a sinner can be saved only through total obedience to God's law. And as we go with this study, we'll see that to disregard God's law is to touch God himself and to dethrone him from his throne. Desire Voyages, page 758 and seven. 59. To the angel and to the unfolding worlds, the cry, it is finished. 
had a deep significance. It was for them as well as for us that the great work of redemption has been accomplished. They with us share the fruit of Christ's victory. So when Jesus on the cross cried, it is finished. That issue was not for this planet alone, but the other planets and the heaven itself was watching what was taking place. Because on the cross, the law of God has to stand forever. Jesus took humanity. He laid aside his divi- uh, he, la- he laid aside his, his his glory, and he took divinity. He covered his divinity with humanity, so that he can. Reveal the character of God's love, the law of God, so that human beings, sinners, can understand. So he covered his divinity with humanity, so that me and you, we can understand. And this is the issue. Not until the death of Christ was the character of Satan clearly revealed to the angels or to the unfallen worlds. Even the angels themselves had a little bit of sympathy with Satan. Why will God leave him to be in the state where he is? To be hopeless. So God in his wisdom, he permitted Satan for 4,000 years plus. When Jesus was on the cross, that's when the angel clearly understood who Lucifer really was. And what was hidden in his inner character. What was his motive? The archaeopostas had so closed himself with the deception that even holy beings had not understood his principles. They had not clear seen the nature of his rebellion. He had been the highest of all created beings and had been foremost in revealing God's purpose to the universe. After he has seen, his power to deceive was the more deceptive and the unveiling of his character was more difficult because of the exalted position he had held with the Father. So, Satan, when he fell from heaven, angels could not clearly understand what was taking place. So, God had to permit this to happen for 4,000 years to see that Satan will continue on carrying his plan to attack God's government. And how to attack to attack God's government is to attack his law. Is to beat and kill. And whoever try to cling to him, to try to eradicate him upon the face of the earth. Most of you come from Europe. Some of you come from Europe. You know what happened in Europe? With the people who stood for Bible and, and the Bible alone. So, Review and Herald is 25-18-95. Christ alone was able to represent the deity. He who had been in the presence of the Father, from the beginning, he who was the express image of, his, of the invisible God, was alone sufficient to accomplish this work. No verbal description could reveal God to the world. Through a life of purity, a life of, per, of perfect trust, a submission to the will of God, a life of, of humiliation such as Ever the highest seraphim in heaven will have shrunk from God. God himself must be revealed to humanity. In order to do this, our Savior closed his divinity with humanity. He employed the human faculties for all 
adapting this school, he be comprehended by humanity. He did not come to change the law. He came to reveal the law that even in this fallen planet, the throne of God has to stay secured by people keeping his commandment. Obedience to God was all. He lived out in the character of God through the human body which God had prepared for him. He blessed the world by living out in human flesh the life of God. Thus, showing that he had the power to unite humanity to divinity. Jesus is everything. And no one was able to do this. No one was able to reveal how the law of God is perfect and clear. But Christ, the one who is equal with the Father, the one who is equal with God, who is as God himself, has to come and take human nature to redeem this fallen planet. Desire Wages, page 117. Satan had pointed to Adam's sin as a proof that God's law was unjust. And it could not be obeyed in our humanity. Christ was to redeem Adam's failure. But when Adam was assailed by the tempter, none of the effects of sin were upon him. He stood in the strength of perfect manhood, possessing the full vigor of mind and body. He was surrounded with the glorious of Eden and was in daily communion with heavenly beings. It was not thus with Jesus when he entered the wilderness to cope with Satan. For 4,000 years, the race has been in decreasing in physical strength, in mental power, and in moral wealth. And Christ took upon him the infirmities of the generated humanity. Only thus could he rescue a man from the lowest depth of his degradation. You know, Jesus lived a perfect life. And this is the rebuke. Let me tell you, this is the rebuke. And this is a signature that certain ex- uh, existence has to end. Because if Christ lived a, a perfect life, yet being in a human nature, and if in this particular planet, whereby is a sinful planet, there are people who have never seen God, but they have lived a perfect life. Yet Satan sinned at the very presence of God in full, uh, uh, in full knowledge of God's character. His death is assured and his destruction is certain. Satan saw that he must either conquer or be conquered. The issues of the conflict involved too much to be entrusted to his confederate angels. So he understood, Jesus in the wilderness, I cannot commission any of the angels. I'll take up what? My own. Now, if you, if, if, if you link these two, you remember when he wanted to tempt Adam and Eve, he could not put the trust to his own angels. He took it to himself. The angels, his angels, one was not ready to carry on the mission. He said, I'll do it by myself. So he went to Eden, and then he succeeded. In this one here too, he said, he cannot trust his angels. He wanted to carry it on himself. 
He must personally conduct the warfare. And the energies of apostasy were rarely against the Son of God. Christ was made the mark of every weapon of hell. Because if Jesus would have fallen, then the law of God was, has to be done away. Because the issue is that what God's government is about cannot be kept by his creation. In the opening of the great controversy, Saddam had declared that the law of God could not be obeyed. I want to repeat this again. And I know people listen to this, this sermon online. In the opening of the great controversy, Satan had declared that the law of God could not be obeyed. This is his aim even today. This is the base of his deception today that as long as you are Christian, but if you neglect God's law, you are okay as long as you love your brother and your sisters. That just was inconsistent with mercy. And that should the law be broken, it will be impossible for the sinner to be pardoned. Every sin must meet its punishment, urged Satan. And if God should remit the punishment of sin, he will not be a God of truth and justice. And from this particular statement here, that's why Jesus has to come in and take our penalty. Because the Lord is, uh, uh, the law requires that somebody who sin has to die. And this was Satan's accusation in heaven. He, he thought God will not solve the problem. But God is God. And none of his creation, whoever is exalted, can temper with what he has put to place. When many broke the law of God and uh, defiled his will, Satan exalted it was proved, he declared, you see, that the law could not be obeyed. Man could not be forgiven because he, after his rebellion, has been banished. From where? From heaven. And that's what today he wants. Satan claimed that the human race must be forever shut out from God's favor. If anybody speaks that the law of God has been done away, what is he saying? We should be forever shut out from God's presence. Uh, uh, from God's presence. God could not be just, he urged, and yet show mercy to the sinner. This is the issue here. For all six, these 6,000 years has been the war between Christ and Satan. The issue is the law. God cannot be just to save a sinner and yet take away the sinner's punishment. Through Jesus, God's mercy was manifest to man. But mercy does not set aside justice. When he died on the cross, he did not abolish the law. When he died on the cross, he declared the same law which he spoke before the entrance of sin to this planet. The law revealed the attribute of God's character. And not a jot or title of it could not be changed. To meet man in his fallen condition, God did not change his law. God did not change his law. But he sacrificed himself in Christ for man's redemption. God was in Christ reconciling the world 
unto himself. The cross of Jesus Christ is not to eradicate the law. The cross is a, is, is a stamp, is a signature that God's law will be eternally forever obeyed with all creation. By his life and his death, Christ proved that God's justice did not destroy his mercy. But that sin could be forgiven. And that the law is righteous and can be perfectly obeyed. Satan's charges were refuted. God had given money and unmistakable evidence of his love. Sign of the time, July 12, 1899. It was in order that the heavenly universe might see the condition of the covenant of redemption that Christ bore the penalty in behalf of the human race. The throne of justice must be eternally and forever made secure. Even though the rest be wiped out and another creation populate the earth by the sacrifice Christ was about to make, all doubt will be forever settled. And the human race will be saved if they will return to their allegiance. So even if after Adam has sinned, even if the God will have wiped out the creation, and Satan himself, the throne of God has to be secured. How to secure the throne of God? By declaring that the law of God will stand Forever and ever. And by Jesus dying on the cross, it is the rebuke to Satan and the demons that the law of God will stand through the ceaseless ages. Cross alone could restore Hannah to God's government. The cross of Calvary will be looked upon by the unfallen worlds, by the heavenly universe, by Satan by satanic agencies, by the fallen race, and every mouth will be stopped. In making his infinity sacrifice, Christ will exalt and honor the law. He will make known the exalted character of God's government, which could not in any way be changed to meet man in his sinful condition. There is no way that you could be accepted by God, except through the blood of Jesus. And today I want to speak this, because people will listen to this sermon online. I want to speak to you, that there is no way we can be accepted by God today, unless we obey full obedience without modification. We are not supposed to modify what God has put to place. We are only Suppose to obey and follow it with the un condi- uh, with the un with a heart of willingness. Who is able to describe the last scenes of Christ's life on earth? His trial in the judgment hall, his crucifixion. Who witnessed these scenes? Senses. The heavenly universe, God, the Father, Satan, and his angels. Wonderful event took place in the betrayal of Christ. At his mock, his 
His mock trial. His accusers found nothing but which he, he could be proved guilty. Three times Pilate declared, I find no fault in him at all. Nevertheless, he ordered him to be scorched and then delivered him up to suffer the most cruel death that could be devised. Christ was the majesty of heaven, the commander of the heavenly hosts, but he put off his crown and divested himself of his royal robe to take upon him human nature that humanity might touch humanity. As the world's redeemer, he passed through all the experiences though which we must pass, through which we must pass. He found himself in a fashion as a man. He humbled himself to do the greatest work that could be done for the human race. A beam of righteousness from heaven shone amid the moral darkness of this earth. They enlightened uh, to enlighten every man that comes into the world. Christ suffering in, in, in man's stead, giving his life for the life of the world, all who repent and turn to him are his heritage. His death proved God's administration and government to be without a flaw. Certain charges in regard to the conflict, attributing of justice and mercy forever settled beyond question. Even the other unfallen worlds, they understand what this takes. And I want to say this today. Any preacher who speaks that, uh, that the commandment of God, the moral law, has been done away, I pray for him. And I will ask him to go back again and pray the Holy, the Holy Spirit and study the Bible carefully to see what it takes. Because if Jesus went through all of this just to set aside the law, what is easy? To set aside the law or to die on the cross. He would just have said, well, I'm done away with the law. And then Satan would say, well, you see, I, I told you. Psalms 98. Psalms 98. Verse 1 to 6. O sing unto the Lord a new song. For he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm has gotten him the victory. This is Psalms. But this song, the heavenly angels sang. When Jesus cried, it is finished on the cross. This is the song which the unfallen planet sang when Jesus gave up his spirit on the cross. This very song is the song which exalted the character of God to the highest. And the angels looked at it. And the unfallen planet looked at it. And this very song made Satan's kingdom that will not last forever. The Lord has made known his salvation, his righteousness, has he opened shore in the sight of the heathen. Every creature, the entire creation in this planet and on the other planet saw the character of God 
on the cross. It is that on the cross, at the cross of Jesus, the full character of Satan, his unselfishness, lie, perjury, theft, all kind of character of Satan was totally revealed. Amen. When he murdered Jesus Christ. When people did what they called in his instigation. Who was the instigator? It was him. He is the very one who made the Jews to be so hard on the Son of God. He is the very one who made his own disciple, one of disciples, to deny him. There, his full selfish character was revealed. He has remembered his mess and he, his truth toward the house of Israel and the end of the earth has seen the salvation of our God. Not only this planet, but all other planets saw that God's justice is true and that if it was not Jesus Christ, this planet would have been lost forever. But Christ was willing. He took upon human nature. Amen. And he bore my sin and your sins. You see the cross, the cross of Jesus is the answer to the law of God. The cross of Jesus Christ, it is a powerful argument to the other planet and to Satan himself that Adam's sin cannot be just forgiven without the law to meet its requirement. And who was supposed to meet this? Jesus stood up in perfect without sin. And he said, you know the prince of this world come to me and has nothing. He conquered him. And today, in this 21st century, if we accept him, he put that righteous life to our lives. When God look on me, he see Jesus. And when he look at Jesus, when he look on me, he see the blood of Jesus. With all my many sins, more than the ocean, the sand of the ocean on this planet can cover, is written pardon. And I would like to say today, this morning, uh, as we, we are about to finish this summer, let's take our sins in the sanctuary. Let's confess our sins. Let's pray that God give us the heart to be like him. And let's do God's work. Evangelizing. Because through this is only we hasten the destruction of Satan. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord. All the earth, make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Sing unto the Lord with the harp. With the harp and the voice of sound. With the trumpet and the sound of cornet. Make a joyful noise before the Lord, the King. This is a song. Psalm 98 is a summary of the song which was sung. And this very song will be sung again when Jesus will take the redeemed back to himself. Amen. This is the very song. This, the, 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 there are two songs. This one song and there is another song when he took captive with him in Psalms 24. I think. I'm not sure. Lift up your head or you get. Something like that. 
That is one. This is one. Because at the, this very one, Satan is accusation. We are forever settled. Great Controversy, page 268. Such are the warnings which God has given to God men against. Changing in any manner that which he has revealed or commanded. These solemn denounce, uh, denunciations apply to all who by their influence lead many to regard lightly the law of God. It's not only by speaking that the law of God has been done away, but by changing anything which God has written. And I'll say this, by trying to change the spirit of prophecy. If any man changes the prophecy of this book, God will add his blood in the books. They should cause those who fear and tremble, who flippantly declare it a matter of little consequence, whether we obey God's law or not. All who exalt their own opinions above divine revelation. All who, who, all who would change the plain meaning of scripture to suit their own convenience. All for the sake of conformity to the world. Are taking upon themselves a fearful responsibility. The written word, the law of God, will measure the character of every man. And condemn all. Who this unerring test shall declare wanting. It's not just about the love of God. But if we try to change anything in the Bible. You see today, people say the love of God has been done away. When Jesus died on the cross, he abolished the law. Which country in this planet has got no law? Is there a country in this planet without a law? Even the parliament's member and the minister and all people, they are lawyers. How can somebody, a preacher, preach that the law of God has been done away? Taking upon themselves, upon themselves a fearful responsibility, the written word, the law of God will measure the character. And we want only to modify this because the law of God passes across our issues which we don't want them to be touched. Jesus on the cross, he magnified the law of God. It is on the cross that the government of God was made secured forever, eternally forever and ever. And Satan's accusation was forever refuted. Today, this is the same thing which is remaining. Today, Christianity, go and read that book, Desire of Wages, that chapter, say it is finished. It is the very argument which Satan today tells people that we don't have to keep the law. The moral law has been done away, the Ten Commandments. And there it is said, after just suddenly saw that his hypocrisy, his, his, his divisive character has been revealed, he went forward and told people, 
When Jesus died on the cross, he abolished the law. You can be Christian. Don't worry about it, the law of God. You can do whatever you want. You can choose any day to go to church. It doesn't matter. You can worship any day. As long as you believe in this, but the, the Father, the Son, and, and the Holy Spirit. This is the issue. The great controversy for 4,000 years is whether God can be obeyed or not. And by this very subject today, Jesus refuted Satan's accusation 2,000 years ago. He gave him 4,000 years to show his clear character. But on the cross, he stood up and he declared his law again. And when he died on the cross, not only that Satan was chained, but he was abandoned. He was left to stay in this planet. Not to go to any other planet. Stay here. And the Bible says Peter that this planet is in store for judgment. And Satan and his angels are kept in store for judgment. Which means Satan is a confined prisoner. He is an outside prisoner. And when Jesus will come and take his people, he will be left here alone. You know about that. And Jeremiah 4.22 say, I saw the earth without form and void. That is the same word he used in Genesis. The earth was without form and void. Satan will be put to prison when this earth is without form and void to see the result of trying to temper with God's love, well, with God's law. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all the earth. Make a loud noise and rejoice and sing praise. Let's sing praise to tell people about the love of God, the law of God. You know, the law of God. It carries his title, his territory, who he is. And I pray that all Christians will come back in the harmony with the, the law of God. And I say to Protestant churches, let's come back in the harmony with the word of God. May God bless us today in Jesus' name. Amen.